0: friends. I'm very excited because today we are talking with Jess and Jess is a friend, a longtime client and an incredible leader. So we are going to just wait for her to pop on here and then I'll let her introduce herself. And we are talking all about work-life balance today. There's Jess. All right, Jess.
1: Hey. Hi, how are you?
0: Good. How are you? I'm glad that we uh figured out our schedule here.
1: <laughs> you know, for being so uh high performing, I felt not so high performing dealing with my schedule this morning. I was like, what is happening today or this week? I mean I had two different times too, so we
0: were both equally confused. So
1: we discussed that though. We're here but. now.
0: We're here now to make it happen. So first and foremost, introduction before you came on here, but tell us more about you, what you do, your boys, all the things.
1: Sure. I am Jess Esselona. I am a mom of two boys and my partner and I, we live in New Jersey. I am the CEO of Common Mode Inc., which is an audiobook production company based in East Hanover, New Jersey. And I also own my own podcasting production company, Jess Escalona Media, where we produce podcasts for anyone who wants to do a podcast, for podcasters. (laughs) A
0: podcast for podcasts.
1: Yeah. And that's pretty much me in a nutshell.
0: Yeah. Love it. So Jess and I have worked together off and on for, what is it, like eight years now? (laughs) Something insane like that. Um, so we've really, like, been, like, by each other's sides, developed a really good friendship. I adore you, as you know. So it's been really cool to just watch, obviously, your growth as, like, your friend, as your mentor, as your coach, like, uh, on seeing all sides of things. So I'm excited to talk about, like, just developing work-life balance today and kind of how, Your journey has been with that and obviously give our audiences some value because I think that as we have talked about so frequently, for women like ourselves who love our work and have this really deep desire to continue to be successful, it's very, very easy to tie ourselves to our productivity and our jobs. So. I would love for you to give like a a brief kind of journey of like where you were as far as like prior to kind of finding the balance so people can hear your story and, and, and know more about like where you were prior to developing the balance that you have now.
1: Right. So I guess that best story would describe, I guess that's about a year ago when I had up to work with you. Right. I was working 60 hour weeks between my, like my podcast business at the time was already like two years old. Plus the audiobook production side of things. I was working close to like 60 hours a week. My partner, Chris, who's a nurse, he would have four days off and I would take all four days and work basically from like 6 a.m., straight until like 9 p.m. with maybe like a few breaks to eat and maybe to fit in a quick workout. And, you know, like I was doing really well. Like I I was like, yeah, I'm grinding this out. Like this is this is dope. But you do it long enough and you realize like, yeah, this is not good. Like I haven't seen my kids today. I haven't seen I haven't even spoken to Chris for more than like 10 minutes today. Like this is just this is not good i'm just here on my computer like yeah i'm i'm like making so much good money but like is this really the trade off for these things and i think that's when i signed up with you and i was just like i didn't really know what i was looking for kind of like wanting to grow my podcasting business but also knowing like i'm really burnt out and i'm really like like i can't, this is not sustainable for me I'm tired all the time and like I just don't want to be at my desk anymore. And I even remember you had asked me oh like would you ever leave audiobooks. And I really sat with that question because I I thought at the time like maybe the answer to that is yes because these hours aren't great. Like this sucks. But I like you know I get to work on these great books. I get to meet with authors all the time like I don't know. I'm like really torn about it. So yeah, that's like a little background of my life before finding better balance, right? Like toying with the idea of just like, maybe this isn't the industry for me because it is very tied to deadlines. And you do have to kind of push yourself to work those extra hours to get the book done because the books are really long. But yeah, that's kind of like the background. Yeah, and it's really interesting because I think that you
0: asked a really powerful question in that is like you recognize that you wanted to grow but like at the same like in the same sense you recognize like this isn't sustainable and when it's so interesting because I think that we instantly go to the data that we have right and the data that you had was like me rising in my success equals this amount of work and so if I want to continue to rise it's also going to require what from me And so the question that you asked was like, is this the trade-off? Like, am I trading, like sacrificing myself in order to build the success that I want? And I remember having that conversation with you about like, you know, something has to give here and like, we have to rearrange. And what's beautiful is obviously your entire journey. And especially in the last year, um, for those of you watching, so Jess has risen and she is now the CEO of Common Mode. <clears throat> when we started, she was the VP. And so she has continued to rise in her um, in her title in the business. Um, but almost more importantly, I feel like your leadership is such a testament, the way that you have changed the way that the entire company is run. And like you are such a light in your industry, especially for there are many industries, like you said, that are based around timelines, that pressure is just part of it. And we can't actually just remove all of that. And so what you've done is just to create something that flows with that. So can you tell the people listening, watching here today, more about like, what were the most helpful things for you, like as you've made this, these shifts, as you've continued to rise in your success while simultaneously developing balance, what are some of the things that you had to look at, that you had to address, um, or or any uh any feedback or ideas you have for them?
1: Oh, what a great question. Um You know, I, I always think of our time together because there was just so much well, we're still working together. So let me not past tense this but like there's so much that I could put in that last year where I'm like wow those shifts really just changed the game but the first place I remember us starting was scheduling and just like realistically like looking at the schedule and being real with yourself like you know it's so cliche when they say you have everyone has the same 24 hours right But that's not exactly true when you're a mom, like you, you have to like, bring your kids to school. Sometimes your kid just starts randomly throwing up, like you kind of have to account for those things. Actively looking at our scheduling, I remember us going through like, okay, how are we going to make space here? And I was just like, what space for what? Like, (laughs) like, what am I going to be doing? Like, I'm pretty busy, like, there's no way I could make space. And we just kind of like, created space with delegation and for, and with like changing the way things were like certain clogs here and there that really just opened up the space so that I could have like that ideal schedule, an ideal schedule surrounded by like with my kids' schedule, like when they have to go do therapy sessions or when they had to do, um, when you had to do drop-off. Like I have never I've only missed like I would say like five pickups and drop offs like that's just shows like i like I stick to it for the most part. I mean, I know some days I'm like, oh, something happened and i I have to put this fire out, but the beauty in like finding your right scheduling and opening up space with that within that schedule is that you know you can find time times for when things just don't go your way and there's like room to deal with it.
0: Yeah, such a good point. It's such a good point. And I think it's so interesting, too, because it's such a simple, such a simple shift, but it's not that simple. Because we could say here today, it's like, okay, well, let's build out this ideal schedule, right? But actually holding yourself to that schedule, actually knowing like, okay, I can continue to succeed without sitting at my desk for 10 hours a day. Like, this is possible. It's so hard because you have to completely shift your mind into like, okay, I'm still productive regardless of how much time I spent at my desk today. I can still become the CEO of this company, regardless of how many hours I'm actually working. And so I think that it's almost like, you know, from, from our work together and from so many conversations that I have, it almost feels impossible to like have both to be able to pick your kids up from school, to be able to say, okay, I'm not going to really be available today because my kid's sick. And also again, simultaneously build the success that you want. So what helped that kind of like sink in or provide you with, with data of like, okay, this is actually happening both things. Like I'm feeling more balanced. I have more time for ourselves. And also you being a manifesting generator, we know the importance of like you having play in different hobbies and stuff, too, and and filling that space with fulfillment for you was a big shift, too.
1: Yeah, like, you know, having time to play. And I really remember thinking, like, I remember we had started working together and then I had scheduled myself to take this week off. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to do it because I'm not, I don't really have anything planned, right? Like I'm not, we're not going on a trip. We're not going to Disney. We're not doing anything. So I don't know if it's a good idea to step away from my work. Um, when it's this, it's, when it's this bad. Um, and like, I remember you were just like, the business is not going to fall apart when you take a week off. And I was like, I don't know, Kelsey, like I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you don't know, but like I remember like putting that trust and surrender because it's like that too. Like there's, there was no other way. It was either like, okay, I cancel my time off and just like repeat this unsustainable lifestyle. Right. Or like, I just kind of surrender and just trust that like what you said was going to actually happen, that it wasn't going to burn down overnight or over a week span. And you know what? It didn't. And every time I do go away now, I think of that, moment and how i was just like yeah you know now is not a good time to go away but and I, I even tell like my coworkers now i'm like no you already scheduled the time you're taking time off like we it's important for our for our mental beings and for us as humans i mean for me especially as a manifesting generator like i have so many hobbies that I don't get to pursue, but I like I have to like it lights me up to pursue them, even though I know I kind of don't have the time where I'm like, I don't think I have time to climb two hours today. And it's like, yeah, you do. And sometimes you just have to do it and just like because then you come back and then you're like, oh, actually, I'm way more productive in this next hour after I come back than I was if I had just, just trucked through these next three hours and tried to, like, push, 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 right?
0: It's such a good point, and you said two really, really good things, one being, like, that trust and surrender, and, one, and the other being, like, just do it, because that's the thing is that, like, and that's circling back, that's kind of what my question was around, now that I'm remembering was about like what kind of data did you start to give yourself to be able to like actually ingrain like this new belief of like I can be successful and also like not work 90 million hours at the same time like I can continue to rise here while pulling back here and you just said it so well because it's just like trusting obviously a huge part of it was you trusting in me which I'm so thankful that we have that relationship but also you doing it builds trust in yourself and you just going away and saying i can step back because i'm going to trust in what i've done what i've built the the systems and the workflows and the delegation that are in the business and i'm going to trust in that and then when i go away it will be data for me of okay you know the business didn't burn down number 1 and then also like it it gives you a better insight, like a zoomed out view of like, when I'm away, how do things work? And is there anything that can be optimized? Is there anything that still kind of needs to be shifted around? And I feel like that it almost for you specifically and your business and for anyone watching, like optimizing the business for you, I think a lot of like the clogs that were discovered and the workflows that were created were actually created from you taking time away so you could see those. So it ended up being good for you but also good for the business.
1: Right, cuz then you come back to like whatever fire that was like happening while you were gone and I think um you know that's part of the data that you receive in knowing like like you know you asked about how do I know I could be up here without sacrificing the time and it's it's a lot about trust and also you know, when you do step back, what happens and how are your systems working? Um, and what could be changed to make it better, but also like make it more simpler. Mm. You know, I think sometimes we get caught up in so many details that we don't stop to think like this is, this isn't going to be sustainable when you have like 10 of these. Like, mm-hmm. sure, it's fine for the one, right? But. It, if we have 10 more of these, are are you going to be okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and like finding that balance too is interesting because it it's always shifting. Like some weeks you just have a lot of things going on and then other weeks you don't necessarily have a lot of things going on. And then some weeks you just step away. But yeah, I think, I think taking time off is such a great data point of how your business is running. Um, and I could, you, you know, I could come at that with like I have a company that has like actual employees, and then my podcasting business is basically like kind of solopreneured. And I, I, when I took time away, I remember seeing what I actually needed help to get my podcasting business a little more growth. Like, how was I going to make that more? or less of a side hustle and more of a sustainable business mm-hmm. um, and finding the balance to do that right without sacrificing time.
0: Mm-hmm. So really it's a lot of, it's just like
1: consistent proof
0: that the opposite of what we've been conditioned to is
1: the truth. Right. And that's, that's a probably a good case for most things is that what, like your worst case scenario is very far off from the real scenario in many, many instances.
0: (laughs) It's, uh, it's, it's very interesting because I think too, you know, everybody's version of balance is going to look different. And I think that it's really just about you being committed, like as a business owner to finding that. And like, allowing yourself and giving yourself permission to kind of play in this feels good. This is too many hours. This is not enough hours. This is, you know, but another question that came up with as you were talking um, was when you recognize obviously that you were shifting and things were, things were growing in the business and you were making these changes. I know that there was kind of like a little bit of like contraction where There's times that kind of you'll go back into old habits as we all do. And I think that's where we've really had some strong touch points on like the the energetic and the mindset shift around this, because like I said, there is such conditioning around if you want to grow, scale, succeed, reach the next level, then it requires, you know, this, this hustle or this, you know, certain mentality, this, you know, never quit, whatever. And that lives in all of us because that's what we've seen. That's what the generations before us did. And I think that we can swing completely to the other direction too, to where it's like, you know, now you have people that are preaching, talking about how they work two hours a week or whatever the fuck, but it's like, okay, whatever. Are you actually working? Anyway, (laughs) but I think that for you specifically, what has been the most helpful thing to kind of find your
1: balance? I mean, it's, it's that trust aspect, you know, like trusting that what I have built will sustain when I'm gone or when I'm trying to create that balance and also trusting myself, like, you know, holding boundaries when I say like, I don't work past 6 PM and making sure at 6 PM, uh, the computer goes down and things of things of that nature. Or, or lately what I've been doing is like, I don't want to work past. 6 hours a day. But I give myself like that freedom of choosing when those 6 hours are going to come. Um because I I do find that I function better when I've taken like a long break in the middle of the like 2-3 hour blocks. Um So like trusting, like trusting that you can step away. I think that was like my biggest thing was like I can't step away, I can't step away. And then finally, like, surrendering and being like, well, I'm stepping away because, first of all, I'm not being productive anymore. And also, like, I'm, like, this really cranky person who's, <laughs> like, and it's just making everybody around me, like, super cranky or, like, not performing to their optimal level because, you know, I'm just sitting here with, like, a pout on my face because I haven't done, I haven't taken a break or I haven't done this. I haven't done that. Um So trusting that, like, I can step away without things falling apart is, like, the biggest one for me.
0: Like, proving to yourself that it's actually possible, whether that's, you know, creating an ideal schedule and, like, actually following it, even when it feels scary, even when it feels unnatural, um, and allowing yourself to move those time blocks around to where they feel good to you. But so much of it, I think, is in trust. And I know for me specifically it's, you know, and this is work that we that we did together, too. So I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this, but really knowing like what your priorities are, and what your values are for me and for anybody, you know, that follows me, you know, like, I'm a big believer in having it all and being able to have the better life and the bigger business simultaneously. And so for me, I had to get clear on what does that actually look like? You know, like, what what is, where do I want to be present? Like, what time kind of feels good for me? And again, that experimentation. And so it it comes back a lot to what you were saying about just like scheduling and like saying, you know, for me, like, I don't do appointments after 3pm, because that's when my son's home from school. And so that's when all I have all three kids. And so it's just not, I'm not going to take late night calls, you know, it's just setting those boundaries, I think is huge. And That's something that we're scared to do as business owners and taking those steps because you don't want to make people mad. You don't want to, you know, you're a service provider. You're here to provide a service. Therefore, I need to take the clients that come to me and what, what, that's what we perceive it as, but what actually happens. And this is what I would love for you to speak on is like the respect and the actual things that happen when you start setting boundaries in the business
1: oh yeah, saying no is like where it's at to create balance. I mean, it's, and we, we talked about this a lot about reverse engineering. I mean, I I there's tons of, you know, it's not just about saying no, you know, like you I could say no to, to this thing, right? I'm going to say no to this, but it, knowing when's the right time to say no, knowing when it's like not serving you necessarily. Like I, there's been a few projects where, or a few clients where, you know, I break down the numbers and, you know, I think this is, this is not worth it. So then I'll, I'll say, you know, when that project rolls around, if it doesn't fit in the time frame or if it, if it seems like it's going to clog things up, it's, it's going to be a no. Mm-hmm. And for so long, like I, I can think of one major client and I'm not going to say them out loud, but when you're dealing with a big client, and they're basically the head of the industry, it's it's tough to say no to that person. But when you know that it's not good for you, you just have to come to grips with, that's not, it's not for me. <laughs> like it's, or it's not for us. Like it's this may be for somebody else and I'll always try to like push someone else towards it. But sometimes like, yeah, it's not, it's not for you. Yeah. And you kind of have to make space for the ones that are for you. Like we have, a, we have amazing clients that understand and that get it. And then there's some more tougher ones where it's like, you know, I'm not going to make the time for this because it's mentally draining and it's also resources draining. And then you're like minus the whole balance of work again and you just get over, over like, you just get uh, overrun. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, it's such a good point about like, when you set those boundaries about how like when you're working with clients and you have people come in, the people that do come in because you have those boundaries are more respectful, are, you know, more understanding, more aligned with you and what you value because they're seeing that like right from the onboarding process, right? Like they're coming in. It's like, here's how we work. This is what it looks like. People are like, okay. And it's again, like just, uh, it's, (laughs) It's proof of the opposite occurs when you do X, right? Like we think that, you know, not working enough hours is going to not lead us to be successful. We think that saying no for people is going to make us lose out on opportunities, which I think is another thing that you can speak to really greatly here, because the more that you've kind of pulled back and stepped into your position as CEO like the more that you have been able to really develop better systems in the business, the more like revenue that the company has generated because of those systems and because of you, but also the more opportunities that you are getting as you, because you're a fantastic leader, but also more, more uh, opportunities for the company too. And I think that just speaks volumes because it's the, again, the opposite of what we think is going to occur. We think boundaries are like this, like, putting up this brick wall when really it's it's almost like I always refer to it as like a chain link fence to where like we don't want everybody in because if you let everybody in then it's like this is a shit show these people don't respect me they don't respect my time it's taking away from the things that I love versus if you kind of have some filtration system in place which is boundaries then it's like I love working with these people I'm able to live my life and do the business and it's beneficial for both of us so talk to me a little bit about like since you've implemented basically i think the gist of today is like creating a lot of this balance has come from you learning to trust yourself you you know really taking a realistic look at your schedule and allowing yourself to experiment there and also being very clear on your boundaries so tell me like implementing those things um what kind of like what have you
1: seen in the company
0: and for yourself and the
1: opportunities yeah you know I, I don't even think I could put that into words because, you know, like how like the perfect example is when you say no and you're like thinking, oh, my gosh, like no one's ever going to hire me again. No one's ever going to. I'm done. I'm going to start saying no. Like, you know, I'm I'm shutting the doors to the company and it's like the exact opposite. Like I'll say no. And then like three days later, someone would have been like, hey, we're thinking of doing like 10 audiobooks or 10 podcasts do you think you can pull this off and I'm like wow that's actually pretty cool and it's like people who really want to work with you right Mm -hmm. when you say no to the people that you're like I don't really like working with them Mm -hmm. they're not fun like they're they suck like they suck everything nice about this you know how great this industry is and then um you finally get that email from someone that you're like oh I really want to work with you. What does that look like? Because that person is the one that's going to pay your rates, pay a top tier rate, and they're going to respect your time because they know you're really busy. You have other great clients and that they would just love to be in this space with you. Um, So yeah, like when I started saying no to the people that did not serve me nor this company, um, it just opened the doors for the people to come in and make room for them because I wasn't dealing with, you know, a lot of work from clients I don't like or we don't like or that are draining. Mm-hmm. It just gives the opens the door for somebody else to come in and someone who want who's been watching on the sideline waiting to come in. And they're like, is it is this a good time for me to come in? And now that we've created space with like as I've created space For the company, I would say, you know, it just makes things flow better, too. Like it's less stressful, less fires to put out. And then, like you said, you get to create something you really, really want to create, which that's the hard part, creating something.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But also, too, there's also there's the business side, but then there's you as the leader, too, because I think it's another, you know, testament to the power of spaciousness. When you have gotten like so many opportunities to, you know, to speak and to come into different rooms with people and really like allow yourself to shine. Um, And I think that's so, so huge too, because had you have been still tied to, you know, overworking, then it's like you would have had to say no to speaking on things that are tied to your heart and your mission and your values, which is like that's the shit we want to say yes to
1: right right because then it's yeah it just makes the it's this whole space factor again too right because if you just say yes to everyone then you're not making you have no space for anything else you gotta serve those people yeah Um, but if it's someone you don't want to serve then let them go yeah be free it's
0: a good point it's that and that's the hard thing is like continuing to fight in your brain with like Oh well, if I let them go, it's it's the scarcity mindset, which again, worth like a whole another topic for another day. But it's it's really, really ingrained in, um, you know, the generations before us. So it's you know, space equals success. I think, and creating work life balance comes from you know boundaries and and looking at what you really value and what you want to be doing with your time. And also I think there's, it's one thing to say no to other people, but also saying no or saying yes to yourself as boundaries is really powerful. Is there anything else um, that you think is important for people who are wanting more
1: work-life balance that you would share with them today? I'm just saying work with Kelsey. She'll, she'll clear it right up. (laughs) Yeah, I, I say it out loud all the time. I'm like, I worked with a coach and you know what? It actually changed my life because I kid you not, I would have, like, if we didn't start that journey together, I would still be here doing the same shit without any growth. Like I would just be doing the same thing, same thing. And if if you are stuck in that same thing, I mean, the only thing that changes is you So you know, find someone that can, have. for me, I mean I'm speaking personally for me like accountability is huge that's why I love working with like personal trainers and and coaches because they like put me where I need to be because otherwise I'm just like oh I'll just do it later (laughs) the accountability
0: factor is huge and I think it's it's so interesting because I was your fitness coach and then everything that we've developed here and so I think that I I was gonna ask you to share a testimonial of working with me, but I feel like you are like a walking billboard for me at this point. But are there other words of encouragement or things that you would say to anybody who is out there thinking about working with me or thinking about working with a coach in general?
1: Just do it. I mean work with Kelsey because everything in my life like changed drastically. Like there's there's just so many layers to it that we touched on that, you know, if you're your best self, then everything else is going to like come to play for you.
0: Yeah. 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 And it's been so cool because it's like just your, you being with the boys, your relationship with Chris, like the business growing, like all these cool things happening simultaneously. So for the people watching, if they are interested in, Audiobooks, if they are interested in podcast services, can you tell them where to find you? All the good stuff?
1: You can find me on Instagram, which is Jess underscore Escalona, E S C A L O N A. And also check out Common Mode Inc. for audiobooks because that's where you should go if you're thinking about making or if you like listening to them too. We have a few up there that are great listens. I do not say reads anymore. Great (laughs) listens.
0: Yeah. Our uh, old-fashioned readings, too. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Jess. Well, thank you for your time today. I love you. I adore you. I'm glad we could uh, share your magical light, people, today. So
1: thanks for being here. Love you. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye.